What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 394th episode. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure we're past that. No, yeah, we're past that one. 95th episode of Thank the you. Pokemon podcast. Counting out the days yesterday to our 400th episode. And only a day later, I forgot. I'm your host, SBJ. With me, Greg. Hello, it's snowing. So I'm hoping that by the time we're done recording, it will not be snowing and I can go get food because I'm hungry. And uh, Will also here. And it's also snowing on my end of the city, but I had three breakfast burritos uh, already. You have a grocery store real close. So? I mean, I'd keep breakfast burritos in the freezer where they belong. And then it's like when I'm hungry, I take one out, heat it up 90 seconds, let it sit on the plate for two minutes. Good to go. I would never do that. I'd be like, I have the world's largest fridge and freezer. Outside your front bu- door. <laughs> Outside my front door. I'm, I will let them deal with this. I'm going to make different choices. Obviously. Well, obviously, but I don't, do I? Speaking of choices, we got we got to. You have a choice to continue listening to the, the da- disaster of a show. We have a bunch of Pokemon Day 2020 stuff to talk about. I'm sad to report, as it turns out, Pokemon Home is still not here yet. They lied to me. The Pikachu lied. The internet told me that the one screenshot that had the February 7th date was the date it was coming out. They updated the wild area. Let's start there. Okay. We'll start with the Pokemon news. This is off Pokemon.com, February 7th. Face Gigantamax Toxtricity in Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield Max Raid Battles. A new Gigantamax Pokemon has been discovered. And you will be able to encounter in Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield Max Raid Battles. The electric poison type Gigantamax Toxtricity will be appearing in dens from February 6th to March 8th. The electric type moves used by Toxtricity will char- change to G-Max Stun Shock, which not only deals damage but also poisons or paralyzes all opponents. Uh, you all may also know that there are two forms of Toxtricity, Amped Form, Toxtricity and low-key form Toxtricity. When you are facing off against tox- G-Max Toxtricity, you will encounter amp- Amped form in Pokemon Sword and low-key form in Pokemon Shield. If you challenge a Gigantamax Toxtricity in the form, you cannot... Whoa, whoa. If you want to challenge G-Max Toxtricity in the form you can't encounter, try joining a Max Raid Battle hosted by some other version. I wish they told you. I have so many low-key forms, and I keep jumping into other people's, and it was like, oh, everybody's playing sword, I keep running into amped form, and I've caught zero amped form. Uh, I caught one last night, but I think it was an amped form. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, they, they really, uh, I think we talked about this before the game came out, they're really taking advantage of both games here. <laughs> I mean, as they should, give us some value for having two different games. No, that's true. It's very, that's, that's true. I mean, it's nice that you don't need to have both games. You just need to either jump into somebody's raid and or find a friend who doesn't have the same copy as you. Um, we talked about Milsery being promoted, right? 
Yep. We talked last week about yep. how the star and the, wow, is my memory ribbon. any good? Ribbon suites ribbon. are now available, which they weren't previously. Yes. I caught 59 of them. I was going to say 60, but I was using Sylvali to battle them, which is taking up one battle spot, one box spot. I caught 59 of them. Too Too many. I never want to catch <laughs> I, another one again. I have a lot. I don't know that I have all the forms, but I don't want all the forms because I think some of the forms don't look good. It's all or nothing, Greg. Nope. It is in the middle or nothing. You have to get them all shiny. I haven't seen a shiny one. Yeah, but I, that, you don't. You but, have to catch them as shiny. Catching 50 of them doesn't suddenly turn one <laughs> into shiny. <laughs> well, not with that attitude. So are we gonna do you guys want to talk about how Toxtricity is actually the Pokemon on the side of the hill? Is it? Yes. Yeah, I well, know it's I mean, the Pokemon at the lighthouse. It is the what? Pokemon of the lighthouse, yeah. Cause the lighthouse has two statues of Toxtricity. Oh yeah, yeah. But when you first arrive into uh Milo's town, I can't remember what it's called. Probably Wedgehurst? Like, no. No, Wedgehurst is the first town with the train station. Yeah. Hulbury is where Nessa is. Hammerlock is obviously in the middle. <laughs> Winden? No. No, Winden's final city. Modestuk, also city in middle. Anyways, the city with the the Pumpkaboos and the, the Rocks and the Wooloos and the Milo. Uh, <laughs> and the Stonehenges and the Stojourner cutout, cardboard cutout, you know. When you see the giant hill, and that's kind of when you start hearing about the darkest day for the first time, um, you see a Pokemon, uh, and that Pokemon is specifically G-Max Toxtricity. It's got its tail. Yeah, it has the tail of the eye. Is that a tail, eye. or is that like a, a... What is that? That was so confusing to me. It's Turfield. Turfield. Yeah, it's its tail guitar. Yeah, you can... So it's so specifically, okay, you the thing, there are three things that tail. stand out. Well, yeah, toxicity, well, toxicity plays notes with his chest. Yeah. So the eye is exactly the same. The spikes down the back and then the tail are the three giveaways. Uh, I don't know what the little um, things around Toxtricity's feet are on the hill. The people, the people getting wrecked? I think it's supposed to be just the hu- like people. Um, yeah, it's Somebody was like, oh, wrecked. it's Meltan. I was like, no, Meltan has one eye, not two eyes. <laughs> um, so I don't think specifically it's it's Meltan, but... Like all Pokemon games, they do a really bad job at fleshing out a full story, and I'm sure the anime will answer these questions. <laughs> Probably. Because let me tell you, Ultra Sun, all, well, like, all games have this, but Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, really bad at telling you all of Ultra Necrozma's desires and issues, and <laughs> the anime does a pretty okay job summing that up. And you're like, boy. I mean, you have to leave something for the anime. Yeah, that's true, I guess. Oh, boy. Sword and Shield has left a lot for the anime now, haven't they? Boy, yeah, oh, well, boy. The, the entire ending, yes. Exactly. Yep. Hey, Will, you beat Sword and Shield. Uh, I mean, I haven't finished the post-game, but uh, uh, up to the credits, uh, yes, I have. Uh, I, de- I uh, defeated the undefeatable champion. Story aside, what did you think of that fight? The battle with uh, Leon? Leon? Yeah. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was tough. It was it was a pretty good battle. I mean, I still beat him in one try, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, you kind I kind of went in knowing that 
the thing I was really going to have to contend with was a big old Charizard. So I had a plan for that. (laughs) It's not like they telegraphed the Charizard the entire game. So the other dudes were a little bit of uh, fluff that I had to to work my way through. I think, what was the one that gave me the the most difficulty? Well, he opens with Aegislash, and then he has a Haxorus. uh, And he might, depending on the version you have, he might have Seismitoad. Oh, you know what? Haxorus was tough for me because it uh, it used Iron Tail on my Rabombi, and I was just like wasn't expecting that, and I thought Rabombi was going to one shot it, and it well it didn't. So <laughs> the music's really good. I think that whole fight is um, one of the most memorable memorable fights in all of Pokemon. I, I mean, I don't think I'll remember it um, except for, okay, here's, here's what I really like about stadium battles. And honestly, if I could have a lot more stadium battles in this game, I would be thrilled. Like if there was some way I could just like keep doing stadium battles. Um, I believe the they fact call that, that the competitive. Well, <laughs> sure. Um, that when you're, you faint your opponent's Pokemon, the ball guy image in the background does a little faint yeah, <laughs> yeah. graphic. And then when they Gigantamax, the ball guy image in the background, like it's all big. I thought that was fantastic. I love that. Ball guy, best guy. He could be either male or female. That's what his league card said. That's true. That's very true. Don't know who, who ball guy is under that suit. Did you have any thoughts about the fight with Oleana? Just... It was it was funny that like that she has all these like beauty Pokemon and then Garbodor <laughs> at the end because I guess she just wanted to win. Well, the Gar I don't know if you, you I'll I'll wait till you get to her other league card. There's a reason she has the Garbodor. Wait, Oleana has a league card. Why would she have a league card? She's Everybody not league. has a league card. Ugh. You have a league card. It might not be yeah. her league card. It might be Chairman Rose's second league card, which she writes Chairman Rose's league card, which ah. might have uh, like story about her in it. Uh, for anyone who doesn't want the spoiler, if you beat the game, go to the Galar Mines 1 after you beat Leon, and you will find Oleana and another league card there. I'm just chasing after some weirdos is what I'm doing right now. Oh, they what are, about they are the best? Uh, so many questions to ask you, Will. Now that you've been in the game, how did you feel about <laughs> the Eternatus fight? I, I don't understand. Okay, first Leon says, "I got this dude <laughs> all tired out." Throws a Pokeball, doesn't capture in the Poke. So, since when did a Pokemon escaping from a Pokeball become so violent that the Charizard had to spin around and protect me and my buddy from the explosive? action of okay so that was number one charizard real hero of the game then he saves the wooloo he saves you (laughs) it saves hop uh that's just because leon did not understand what he was doing did just thought it was a simple easy fight and completely misjudged the situation yeah yeah still i have never had failed to catch a a pokemon in a pokeball and then been gruesomely more mutilated by the explosive power of the pokemon popping back out of the pokeball that's not yet that's not how the pokeballs are designed so then number two you don't know that you do, you I, do, you've never thrown 200 Pokeballs at a Moltres on the top of the Seve Island. You don't know how many I, of those were shattered in your face. I have thrown quite a few Pokeballs uh, in my life. Thank you. So then I fight Eternatus, 
and I defeat it, except it's not defeated. I mean, I knocked it out. It's the same as Necrozma. It's literally the and same fight. You fight regular, it, you fight Necrozma who took over Sogalia or Lunala, and then you got to chase it through a wormhole and fight it again. This time it's big and well, yellow. No, but that's run away. This one was just like, it was on the ground. <laughs> it's like, I got you, bud. But then it turns into some weird spinning snake hand? Yeah, what was that, that thing? That's the best part of that whole fight. Gigant it's, oh, the Gigantamax version of it. But it doesn't it can't Dynamax, so Not yet. Uh, yeah, it can. I Chairman Rose has been feeling feeding it candies for like twenty thousand years. I thought that Eternatus couldn't Dynamax. It can't that's, once you caught it. It Gigantamaxes. Well, okay, whatever. It, it, <laughs> what is it supposed to represent? The darkest day. But, but no, outside of that, it's it, it's like a hydra. Uh, uh, okay, okay. So it's you're, you're you're there. It's got the spinnies, and it's got this weird hand thing, which is like, why don't you just grab me and crush me? Because that would save us all a whole lot of time, Mister Weird dragon head hand thing it doesn't it doesn't crush you because the 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 wolves show up well they got knocked out pretty early in that battle so <laughs> a lot of good they were there's a, there's a lot of howling in that battle too yeah that's very true oh yeah eternatus took those dudes out um really they, yeah. they were in the fight my entire time Mm-mm-mm. uh especially zastian got went real quick so <laughs> some superhero you were buddy during that battle, you see flashes of like images from all around Galar. Yeah. Uh, because why? What what was that from? They don't explain a lot. I mean, uh, they sort of explain it's a Pokemon that it's game. What do you <laughs> I mean, the little that they do try to explain, which you sort of have to really work hard to piece together, is it's showing you the places that it's connect it was connected to or still is connected to because those are the places that every that are sp- hot spots for Dynamaxing. So you're supposed to be seeing those spots in those areas. Why they're showing up, no clue. Doesn't bother to explain it to you. Why it is bothering to show you that, no clue. Doesn't bother to explain it to you. It's just that, hey, because of its impact after the darkest day, all these places could Dynamax because of reasons. It was the reason that those places got infected, powered up, don't explain Well, it's it. like the all the wishing stars, which are pieces of Eternatus or something. But the other... <laughs> there's just so many questions. This is it. The, the main thing is I have never... And, and this is a, a thing I frequently go back to, but never so much as at the end of this game have I thought to myself... It must make sense in Japanese, and they just couldn't translate it into English. I mean, I don't. Okay, think before, so. yeah, like this, uh, X and Y has a significantly worse story. X and Y has a worse story, but X and Y's story is laid out in a way that makes sense, and it's thorough. No, it's, it's not thorough. It's it, so it the is fully, sh- the most it is shallow fully story explained. Ever. You know exactly why they're doing what they're doing and whether what they're doing makes sense or should be done, no. But you know it's like 
they want to accomplish this. So these are the steps that they are taking to accomplish this. Literally in this game, it's, and, and I know that you feel it's like, oh, the adults were keeping it from the children and blah, blah, blah. But still, it's like if I was reading a novel and I got to the last five pages of the novel, it's like, here's the real story that you weren't reading about because we were keeping it from you. <laughs> I yeah. want my money back, friend. <laughs> but Chairman Rose was this dude hanging out in booty shorts at the seafood restaurant. And then all of a sudden, he's very impatient about bringing about the end of the world. What? That's your complaint? That's like a standard trope, though, of like... But no, there's just no... There's no explanation behind it. Like, like if they even had said... We've been using Eternatus as the power source for Galar, and if we don't let him go, he's going to run out of steam, and we've got to rejuvenate, And but they never even said that much. He does say that. There, he does there, say he that. He does say that. He does say the first time you get to Hammerlock. Hammerlock. That they have an energy problem, and they need to solve it soon. And the energy problem is Eternatus, um, but Although he does say that. One would, one would argue that soon, meaning we're going to run out of power in a thousand years. Yeah. That's a, that's a wild way to say soon. Like, the thing that's lacking is his motivation to do it now. Yeah. Like, his and pushing in a, for in Leon a very, to do like, it now unstructured, I mean, you can you can project a lot onto it, but that's all projection. It's not coming from the actual narrative of the of the tale. It's just it's so unsatisfying. Like even if they had said, if Chairman Rose had said, uh, "I provoked this to happen because I want Leon to capture Eternatus," you know, so that we can you know rethink the energy structure of Galar. Just say that one phrase, but ne never is that said. We're just assuming that he provoked this to happen. And, and maybe it had to happen before the championship battle because he knew Leon was going to lose. And then he was like, I don't want you to have Eternatus. <laughs> yeah, but Leon would have been easier to manipulate after he lost and was feeling bad about himself. Well, except that he wouldn't run to save Galar because he's not the champion anymore. So he's like, that's not my champion duty, dude. You, you're the winner. Go. Good luck, yeah, I bud. Mean, there's a lot about what Chairman Rose thinks and why his time frame is the time frame. That they just don't say. Like, I absolutely agree that Chairman Rose's entire reason for doing what he does is left just... It's just way too uh, speculative. It's just, it's just like, well, why? <laughs> like, like why? We, we know Lysander is a nut job who uh, either wants to kill all people or kill all Pokemon, depending on which game you're playing. And the way that he's going to do it is to reignite the 3,000-year-old weapon, right? We know that because it, they make that very clear in the game. And he says that. And that's, yes. like, that's like start and stop the entire thing that Lysander provides. That dude has still, still zero depth. Getting, getting more <laughs> than I got from Sword and Shield. I don't know. I would like, like I, uh, I'm not going to say that sh the ending or the, I think the ending is fine in Sword and Shield. I think my, I've already voiced all those complaints about how they could have said one or two things to clear up Chairman Rose, but Chairman Rose is uh, more interesting from start to finish as a character 
And I would rather be left with more questions and wanting to see more, which I'm sure the expansion will do on that, than to be like, I know nothing about Lysander, and I don't, I I have no questions about Lysander. He's just a rich dude that wears a red suit that wants to blow up the world. Like he's so he's such a boring character. We didn't know nothing about Lysander. We knew a lot about him the entire game, like constantly. Yes, because like, you never read any he, of the text bubbles that you. We knew I read exactly every who text bubble and why he was like. They explain Lysander's character. You can decide that it's boring because it it is a terrible trope. Um, but Rose is also a terrible trope that they don't bother explaining. I mean, Rose has more... Rose is only more interesting because of Oleana. And you know what uh, What also kind of also puts an emphasis on this is I have gotten more out of the two weirdos and their motivation than I got about any of Rose's motivation throughout the that, entire game. That is also true. In yeah. the minimum cutscene, it's like... You know, and it's like you were saying, like, why, I, I, why did they put up the mural in front of the carving that's in the mountainside, right? That got destroyed by the Kabaraja or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they make that very clear. Yeah. It's like their family put that up to hide what actually happened. Right. Right. And it's like, oh, but I know all this just from a few lines of dialogue that they put. Why couldn't they have done the same in like, taking us to a seafood restaurant and having us sit there and having a seat. It's just like, I just feel like, like they, they cut something out and they didn't need to. uh... I don't. And you know what also this really, really underscores is I found that the arcs in the story about like Sonia and bead and Marnie and Pierce and like all the different human relationships that weren't the the grand opera part of the story to be so much more interesting yeah. and fun to I be mean, part of. No, they Beat are. story is the best story. And it's like, you know what? Take this as your lesson learned, Pokemon. Make the next game just a slice of life anime, right? We don't need any grand disaster. Just make it like, Boy, this if is only us I was going through our day to day. For a year, for I mean, almost 10 years. <laughs> I mean, I disagree, but because I don't need a game where I'm saving the world. I don't need that in like that's. Well, I mean, just just, they, just try it. Just try it. You know, give your give you. You're always willing to try new stuff. Try this new mm. stuff for. I mean, this was really their opportunity to do it because the whole structure of the the gym challenge it's so nice and refreshing, and it's just like just would integrate so well of like. Here's the four, five, six of us on our journey, and it's like, how do our different human relationships impact how we do on the journey and learn and grow over time? It's like so that that part of it is so good, and it's so just like left on the side. I mean, this was the game where they didn't actually have, uh, well, they they still have like a bad team, but there's no like bad team moment, I guess. I guess there's I mean, the there kind of there's is the Oleana, the there's like yeah, the Oleana movement, like, but like that has a lift key. When they basically say, "Hey, all these corporations are working against you," take that corporate sponsors. So that's it. I'll continue playing. I'll play Shield eventually. 
Well, post expansion pass so you can have your perfect team. I don't know if I can wait that long. It was it's only June. I know, but it's like well, I, I I'm gonna have Animal Crossing tide me over. <laughs> Just wait for my critiques of Animal Crossing and how crummy that story is. <laughs> There's a story in Animal Just, Crossing? Sure there is. Definitely no story. I mean, I guess the basic story of the real story that is life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Look, that's like the most boring. Story. Yeah, the, it's the story of life called a mortgage and a raccoon that's not going to let you be until you pay off that mortgage. I don't want to pull weeds IRL, but I'll pull weeds in Animal Crossing. I just, I don't think I can bring myself to play that game. Animal Crossing? Yeah. Did you not play well, the Greg. Ones? Yeah, I played the other ones. So what's the issue? Uh, it's the issue that I have with all of them, is that I play them for about a week, and then they really begin to resent the game for making me, like, I can't take a break. I have to be there every day. People, like, the things that I want. Greg, life doesn't stop. Yeah. Uh, but I can take breaks from life. I can I can take breaks, See, and things Greg, don't he fall apart. Here's the secret. You find people who are super Animal Crossing fanatics and they exist out there. And then you're like, hey, dude, I'm going to leave my train station open uh, all day. So could you just come over and pick all my weeds for me and lay down some paths and, and pretty up the place, maybe replant some of these trees in the right area so we have groves. And these people will be like, well, I already did all that in my town. So, yeah, I'll just come over to your town and do no, it. No, they're going to mess it up. They're no, going to no, mess no, it no. up. No, you've got to. I'm not going to name names, but there's a certain person who lives in Canada uh, near Ottawa that I'm sure is enough of a fanatic because they literally reset their own town so that they can keep doing this stuff over and over again. I'm sure they're going to be real happy to just have access to other people's towns. But then I have to like plot out, like, yeah. hey, this is what, what I want my town to look like. Put the things here. Oh, well, like, no, you got to give up some control. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then just enjoy the experience. No. Well, then why am I playing the game? So that when Pave shows up, you can do his little Pave riddles. Mm. Then why am I playing the game? Uh, the worst part about it is I'm going to be peer pressured into playing Animal Crossing like I was peer pressured into playing Magic. And you love playing magic now. I love parts of playing magic. <laughs> I will say the last Animal Crossing, there was a, like, there, I, I do agree with Greg, there was, like, a social, because when Wild World came out, there was no Twitter at the time. Or maybe there, no, there definitely, no, there wasn't. Uh, and then I, I, I bought and played the Wii one, but I didn't love it. So I only played it for like two days. Um, oh, I played the Wii one the most. And then oh, when man, I had everything in that game. New Leaf came out. I felt like this social pressure of like everyone playing a lot, and I wasn't being able to keep uh, like I wasn't keeping up fast enough. And then like people would be like, "Oh, I got the lighthouse, or I got the police station, or I got the cafe," and it's like I don't have those, but they're all RNG. You can't. You can only do so much to like hopefully get those uh public work projects to appear so it's like i'm so far behind that person has a cafe that person has like four four fossils completely done and i keep getting this triceratops booty <laughs> well and then my favorite animals leave 
not Makes, if you treat them right. Even not if, if you, you treat give them, them right. what they want. Mm. I have, I have, I have spent a ton of time on very specific creatures, giving them everything they want, doing everything, and they're like, "I'm thinking of leaving," and then I'll say, "Like, no, please don't," <laughs> and they're like, "Oh." You're too attached to me. Me leaving would be good for you. <laughs> well, there's your lesson. No. It's like real there's life. your lesson. Yeah, I will no. say that for then this. I'm closing my town because my last town literally <laughs> has what uh, the final message I left for my town was: "This is now yours. Don't mess it up. I'm going to go play a fun game. It's called Pokemon, and then wow. it's permanently tacked to the to the to the bulletin board of my last town." Maybe your animals have shared the same personality traits with Chairman Rose, where they do have a good reason, but they just need to leave right now. <laughs> I, I'm not going to explain it. I just really need to go. Just, I just have to leave, Greg. This is for the best. And then I, I, the ones that come, the ones that come back are awful. The ones that move in are like the worst. It's always like some a cycle. crabby, some crabby bunny who's just like ruining the. My good works. Well, then you have to you have to work to change its attitude by being friendly to it and giving it nice things. Look, but I, that I will has never say, worked I agree on with you. Steve. How is that going to work in Animal Crossing? <laughs> I'm very all right. So in the person. Animal Crossing town, we set up a giant flower cannon. We face it towards the sky. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. And if you if all of you leave, I'm setting it off. I will. Uh, I will say I'm I, when I start this new Animal Crossing, I will do it on my own. Without anybody else around, because I think that was a huge mistake starting the last one, because uh, there was just too much conflict over who gets what face and what town layout was the good what? layout versus the bad. Uh, you weren't there, bud. I don't and, think I was uh, here either. You were, and it was even worse because I like had to who double buy. and face? Oh, don't. You, there's a quiz, and then you show up, you get a different face, like different eyes. I don't eyes, think there's and, a quiz in the new one. I think you just design your character's face. That's fine. I still don't want to be around anybody who's going to say, well, I wanted that face. Uh, and then, have the who's face. saying that? Who's being like, I want the face you have. And you can I just retake the quiz. Probably not, not discuss, it's discuss it on social media and just like play the game on my own and, you know, ask my expert friends for advice when I need advice. But yeah, that whole like other people are getting things before you get things. It's like... It, was, it is so strangely disincentivizing to actually play the game. And it's like, I know that there are things that I greatly value in Animal Crossing, like getting all the songs. And it's like, when you find out, well, somebody else already got all the songs and you missed one week because you're out camping in the Northern Woods and now you have to wait a whole year until that song comes back around. Yeah, this is why that game makes me mad. <sighs> but Pave Furniture, just to have... A room full of pave furniture is worth the effort and the struggle. We need to make real pave furniture in the real world, and then you don't have to worry about it. Oh, no, too ugly to have in my actual house. <laughs> Only good for virtual homes. I don't know what pave furniture is. We're going to take a break, though. <laughs> As I was about to tell you. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a modern furniture kind of guy. Clean, clean lines. Where are my surfaces? That's right. All right. We'll be right back. Uh, and they have also shown a new Pokemon called... I don't know how to pronounce this, so you guys can correct me. Nakadondalay? Nakadondalay? 
Isn't it like just like Nagandel? Nag Nine to five toys. Working nine to five. So what are the toys doing after 5 p.m.? Look, I didn't name... That's their time. (laughs) I didn't name the website. I've seen Toy Story, though, so I would imagine the toys get up, they walk around, they hang out. Uh, This is from uh, James in our Addict channel. Funko Pop unveils for... Count them for new Pokemon figures. Are you excited, Will? Are you going to Funko? I'm ready for the next news article. Pop your house. Do you Look. know these four <laughs> figures, or is this breaking news for you? I It's breaking news for me, but because I just completely do not understand the point of Funko Pops, right? Like, I understand action figures and like transformers, which I used to love to have when I was younger because robots I could, guys. yes. And they, I could set them up and I'm like, Oh, we're having a battle or I could transform them. And it's like, you're an airplane now, or you're a cassette recorder. Funko pops just sit there and stare at you. Mm-hmm. You don't get to play with them. I mean, they're like plushes. And, they also just sit there. Oh, oh. They don't transform. I'll tell you that. You you notice I also don't have a lot of stuffed animals, but but also stuffed animals you can hug or you can put on your well made bed and you know amongst the pillows as decoration. Uh, but just a Funko. And the other thing that's horrible about Funko Pops is it's like if you take them out of the box, you've done it wrong. Yes. And I'm like who wants who well, wants you that? You haven't done it wrong. Um, they're okay. Just that, depending on their level of design, once you take them out of the box, they may not be able to stand. That's true. <laughs> but but no, it's but it's just like I I don't I don't understand. It's like it, if I want sculpture, I'll go to Greece, right? I, I'm not buying Mr. Funko's okay. carvings. <laughs> I mean, I have some Funkos. I have my Jawa. So I have a couple Funkos. So I have a I have Pokemon Funkos that I, I've purchased myself. Because they're Pokemon. Uh, a lot of the non-Pokemon Funkos I have were given as gifts, which I would argue a lot of Funkos are probably, like, the good gift, right? Not in this house. <laughs> brother or sister needs to get other brother or sister gift, and we're both 30 years old, and we don't know what to get each other. But I know my brother really likes Star Wars. Here's the Han Solo pop figure that... I just saw at Target, I know you like Star Wars. Hope you don't have this one. You probably don't, because there's probably 40 different Han Solo pops, I'm assuming. Life hack, your 30-year-old brother just wanted cash. Probably. True. True. After after 30, pretty much people just want cash. You have to give Funko credit in, in making probably a product with little to no... With with high profit, utility, <laughs> <laughs> little to no utility, high profit. But they sell it at such a good price that it's that's it, it's it's hitting that impulse zone for a lot of people. What do these things go for? They're usually uh, like eleven dollars. Usually ten ninety nine to like twelve ninety nine. 
So they're like I mean, cheap that enough. That is an impulse price level. You are correct. They're cheap yeah. enough to be like, oh man, I love the Golden Girls, and they have my favorite one, uh, Hillary. I'm gonna buy that. Hillary's, Hillary. Hillary's not a Golden Girl. <laughs> Excuse me. I mean, we're not allowed to talk about this, but I will say that we do ha- have all four Golden Girls, Funko Pops, and Hillary is not one of them. So we are gonna move on. I know Betty White is a golden girl, but I don't know if her name yes. is actually Betty White in the show. It is not. It is not. Oh, it is not. Okay. Pick a different series. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. I want you the, know the Hagrid about pop figure. Thank you. No one says Hagrid's their favorite pop figure. Somebody does. If somebody likes Spinda, somebody likes Hagrid. <sighs> yeah, maybe. So I have speaking. Uh, so I have all the Day with Pikachu Funko Pops, which are made by Funko, but they're not pop figures. They're the ones with like Pikachu being scared by the Diglett or Pikachu uh, having a snowman. They're like actually toys. <laughs> Wait, having a snowman Funko, for lunch. Isn't Funko just a front for GameStop? N- no, I don't think no. GameStop owns Funko. I think if anything, Funko probably has more money than GameStop. Probably some Ooh. secret Chairman Rose Cabal going on. I mean, they're Funko Holdings LLC. But that doesn't anything. Yeah, nothing. I'm sure Disney will eventually buy them or something of the sort. Okay, so the four new Funkos are Vulpix, regular uh, Cantonian Vulpix, Mr. Mime, Pichu, and Mewtwo. The Mewtwo and the Mr. Mime look okay. They look, I really like all four of these, actually. I think the Pichu looks really great, too. Yeah. Uh, sometimes sometimes these figures benefit from these eyes. <laughs> sometimes yeah. they definitely don't. I think the best looking Pokemon prior to these four was the Bulbasaur. I think the Bulbasaur looked really good. Charmander did not look great though. I've been told uh I have I, I know a couple very uh in 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 very thorough Funko Pop collectors. They would probably I would imagine they're on the Funko forums. They're hitting up the Funko Reddit. They <laughs> Are probably there Funko have a forum. I yes, a hundred percent. I've never checked it, but I'm gonna say yes. Oh, there's a Reddit for everything. I'm sure they have a secret Funko Twitter where they do swap trades, mystery gifting each other Funkos. They told me though that in in the skews of unreleased Funkos, there's a Mewtwo GD Funko listed, which is. Glow in the dark, Mewtwo. Mmm. I am now on Funko Pop Reddit just to say how my day is going. Yeah, it's also it's still snowing, so that's telling you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if there's much news here besides they're making more Funko. I mean, out of all 890 Pokemon, they're doing Mr. Mime, so it's it's actually pretty incredible how one movie turned Mr. Mime into this marketing machine that clearly. They people want Mr. Mime now, I guess. I mean, it's not surprising. Salt Girl Funko Pop. I don't know what that means. Uh, What is this? Oh, it is like the Salt Girl from like the Salt. Yes, from the Salt. Like the Salt. From the Salt. From Morton Salt. Not to be confused with Reddit for, but from the Salt you buy and put on food. Yo, who's buying this? (laughs) Apparently, uh, it's this person's favorite that I found on Reddit. Who's what? It, the, ba- Battle Lemons loves Morton Salt Girl, according to Reddit, and it's their new instant favorite. And I'm just, I'm just blown away. And the fact that people are complaining that they can't find one anywhere in their town, I don't, 
well, I don't want to live in this world anymore. Craig, we need to stop right now. We are, we are two <laughs> steps away from us trying to find <laughs> Morton Salt Girl in our towns. We are one step it at my away because I'm already looking. <laughs> and then as soon as we buy Morton Salt Girl, we're going to be like, no one has this. We have a rare Funko Pop. Now we need other rare Funko Pops. Well, it's on pre-order in Amazon, and Amazon says it won't be released until March 13th, 2020. So somebody has insider trading. Maybe. Oh, we're cracking the Funko world wide open Okay, we now. need to move on. I, was gonna, I had more to say about Funko, <laughs> but we're moving on. We're moving they on. They Frankenberry? We are moving on, Greg. We are, we can't, don't you... tell me any more Funkos. This is how it starts. This is how they get sucked in. And all of a sudden, you've got a wall full of Funko Pops. And just opposite your wall full of, uh, what are those little Nintendo dollies that you put Amiibos. on your- Amiibos. Amiibos. Oh, just, no. Just just take a look at what I just sent you, and then we'll move on. Because I can't. <laughs> the fact that there's an icy polar bear Funko is blowing my mind. Battle in the 2020 International <laughs> Challenge in February. This is another Pokemon Day thing. It will start. Oh gosh, I'm going to be at PAX over this weekend. Get well, if you have the right plane dates. I well, I double checked. Greg double checked for me. I also learned that uh, this is a uh, airplane cast here. <laughs> I have learned from booking the wrong dates, which I am okay. I am sure somebody listening to this podcast has also booked wrong flights. I'm sure more I'm I'm so confident that I'm, I'm I could I could probably guess that two people have booked wrong flights. I'm not the only person in the world that has ever picked the wrong month but the right days. <laughs> the wrong month. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I've learned that even if you booked non-refundable tickets that you have 24 hours to still cancel. Oh yeah, yes, definitely. And that that was a huge thing to me because even if I was like, "Oh man, no one's awake at four a.m. to double check these dates or prices," I could book it, wake up at like two p.m. the next day, and be like, "Oh, I still have twelve more hours before I need to verify that these are in fact the right dates." So, pro tip: if you book flight tickets, you have twenty-four hours to cancel, no matter what. Can I give a super life hack yeah. that's going to save people money? All right. So let's say you book a hotel and they basically say you have up until 24 hours to cancel this reservation. Otherwise, we're going to charge you for the reservation, right? You've done that with a hotel before, right? Yeah. And then it gets to be within 24 hours and you find out like you're not going to take that trip because um, your flight got canceled or something like that, or right? You the wrong Disaster. Flight. You're going to lose money, right? This is what you do. This is the Will Anderson method. You call the hotel and you say, I have a reservation for tomorrow, but my plans got changed and I need to move the reservation a week. And they're like, oh, well, fine. We'll move your reservation, you know, no extra charge. Just like, because you're not canceling, you're moving your reservation. And then after they've confirmed the reservation has been moved a week, 
be polite, hang up, call back into customer service and say, well, my reservation's a week from now, so I need to cancel it. And then they don't charge you. <laughs> Dang, that's that's way better that than is, my tip. That is that is dirty pools. What that is? Where, that is the cleanest pool. <laughs> that is dirty, dirty pool. You are relying on people in customer service not reading the notes. I mean, if they took notes, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Dang, this is this is my job. This is why I yell at my reps. Take notes. Some would argue that's like five D chess right there. Wow, that's my my one five D chess play I've ever made in my life. Well, What's the brain. fifth dimension? The fifth dimension is saving money, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Time, space, saving money. Got it. Challenge trainers around the world in the 2020 International Challenge in February. This is the first international challenge using sword and shield. Top competitors can earn championship. Championship points towards an invitation invitation to Pokemon World Championships. Before you begin, you have to link your Nintendo account to your Pokemon Trainer Club account to ensure that champion points are awarded correctly. This is the first time I'm pretty sure they're giving actual points in an online competition. Am I wrong? No, I think they've done that before. They've done that before. Oh, because the GTS could right? Because the GTS was or though not the GTS the PGL, the global link was already connected to your trainer club account. Your trainer ID, yeah. Yes. Okay. I was like, I feel like they've given points before, but also I don't remember them asking me to connect an account. But now this makes sense. Got it. You can sign up anytime between February 19th to February 27th. And to make this very clear, because this happens every single tournament where people go, oh, there's a tournament? How do I sign up? No, it already started. You can't sign up. As soon as it opens, as soon as you remember, if you're listening to this podcast or if or, or if somebody says anything in Slack or on Twitter, it costs nothing to sign up. You just go to the verses. You go to competitions. You go to sign up. You do not. I think a lot of people don't sign up because they think they need a team ready. You don't need a team ready. You just enroll into the competition and then you can't even submit your team yet. Once the once the competition opens up on February 27th, then it will ask you for your team. So but you can't sign up yet, right? It doesn't no, sign up doesn't right. start until the 19th. It doesn't start up so until like, the 19th, but not when you're listening to this. Not when you're listening. Well, I was listening now. to this 10 days from now. Or if it's 2021, you missed it. Correct. But keep that in mind. Just whenever these competitions open, just sign up. You don't there's no it's not going to force you to do anything it's not going to lock pokemon it's not going to ask for pokemon it's just it's just because once it starts you can't you can't sign up once you're you're out you're locked out um and you want to sign up for this you want to sign up for this because all you have to do is one match win or lose you could bring in a squovit a rookadee and a pikachu and as long as you do one match you will get an in-game trainer clothing Casualty featuring the Pokeball guy. So you get a shirt in the game. I, somebody out there, set your alarm to remind me to do this because I need that tea. I <laughs> love Pokeball guy. When I was at PAX South, I don't think I mentioned this, there was somebody cosplaying as Pokeball guy and it was amazing. That is actually pretty cool. 
And they, they 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 didn't even walk around Pack South. They just stood against <laughs> the wall. They just stood against the wall. Yep. Did they? Did you go? Did you approach? Did they give you a pokeball? I was too scared to approach. Classic. William Anderson. <laughs> okay, Wednesday, February 19th until Thursday, February 27th, you launch your game, you go to the verse menu, you select Battle Stadium, you select Online Competitions, and then you select Search for Online Competition to register. You can earn up, top competitors can earn up to 50 championship points, but you have to link your Nintendo account to your My Trainer account in order to do so. It is double battle format, four to six Pokemon. All Pokemon will be level 40, 50 in battle. You will have four Pokemon. Eligible Pokemon are Pokemon in the Galar decks, one through 397, which is no Zacian, no Zamazenta, no Eternatus. There are select Gigantamax Pokemon you can use, pretty much the Gigantamax Pokemon that are legal outside of this competition. Uh, which is Charizard, Butterfree, Pikachu, Meowth, Eevee, Snorlax, Corviknight, Dreadnought, Sandakana, and Scorch. Only Pokemon that are caught or hatched from eggs or received as Mystery Gifts and Sword and Shield are eligible. And you are allowed 15 battles a day, 45 battles total. I believe they do roll over. Um, so if you miss the first two days, you could do 45 battles on the last day. But you're limited to 45 battles, I believe, because it's three days. Hmm. Speaking of the battle format, uh, they have, so they they didn't allow any Gigantamax Pokemon in Season 1, and then in Season 2, they allowed uh, the ones I just listed here, and I know Greg and I had an argument about how that was too fast in, like, allowing new Pokemon to be used. Season 3, they are not, al- Season 3 started, they did not allow any new Pokemon, so they're, I guess, taking another month. So instead of adding more Gigantamax Pokemon, they didn't add any. Which was my argument back then, Greg, was just because they're adding expansion Pokemon doesn't mean they're going to be legal for competition right away. I don't know when. What was promoted last time? Oh, Flapple and Alcremi and... Oh, yeah. Colossal and Lapras. I would imagine that those will probably be ready for season four, which would be, what, March 1st, I think? Sure. I don't know, or or not. I don't. I I don't know. I don't know if they. I don't know what their their plan is competitive wise. But I do like. I do like these seasons. I do like the season stuff. I do like you know the thing resets every month, which I mean a lot of games do. A lot of games, your stats reset every month, and you climb the ladder and you do the things, and it is what it is. More Pokemon Day 2020. Uh, you can vote for the most popular Pokemon in each region. And you can do it every day. You do it every day. I have been. I haven't been, but I'm not registered to vote, so I need to get on that. I think the deadline's February 11th. To participate, search for Pokemon Vote on Google. But this is a, like a really weird way to do it, but okay. It's it's not great, but yes. They, they're using Google's logo here in the press release, so I'm assuming there's some sort of partnership. Uh, The vote screen will be displayed on your search results. Uh, Select the category you want to vote from the eight choices. Select one Pokemon from the list sorted by National Dex number and click the vote button. When you're signed into the Google account, you can cast one vote per category for a maximum eight votes daily. You can vote once in each category, which you can vote each day during, uh, but you vote each day during the voting period. Votes will be counted based on the Pokemon's National Dex, even if the Pokemon has multiple forms, including regional forms. 
So for example, if you wanted to cert if you wanted to vote for Galarian Ponyta, you just have to vote for Ponyta. Um, same for Vulpix. Uh, can we talk about the controversy around this? Absolutely. What's the controversy? Meltan is listed in the Galar list and not the uh, Alola list. And it's listed as extra. <laughs> yeah, so it's Kanto, Johto, Hoenn, Sinnoh, Unova. Also, do you guys get this on yours? When when it when it pulls up Unova, it says like Unova, yeah. Unilis, Unima. Yep. Like, is that actually you know? Like, is it not Unova in every language? I I'm assuming it must not be because why else would they do that? Yeah, I mean it. Yeah, it did strike me as weird, and I'm like. What? What? Okay, because it's the only one that does that. Kalos, yes. Alola, Galar, etc. Let's go Pikachu. Let's go Eevee. Is a Gen Seven game, in the sense that Confirmed it's using it is different names in in different languages. Okay. Uh, it's using the Gen yeah, Seven wild. engine. Meltan appeared in Pokemon Let's Go or Pokemon Go first. So th- there's another thing that happened. They, there's a there's a video. There's uh, a video of like all the Pokemon. They show each generation. They show like Kalos. They show Kanto in the order and stuff. And then each when they like say Kanto, it has all 151 Pokemon in it. And then when they say Johto, it has all 100 Pokemon on it. And so they do that. There's not an English video of it, but it's on the Japanese Pokemon um, YouTube. And I think there's a Korean one too. But it's it's just to get you hype for Pokemon Day. But in that video, Meltan and Melmetal are both listed among the Gen 8 Pokemon. Okay, I, I saw some discussion of this on Twitter, and I immediately thought, what does it matter? You're right. <laughs> what it does it matter? It doesn't Who cares. It doesn't matter so much. People clearly do. In the sense... I guess it matters in the sense that like Game Freak and the Pokemon Company know their Pokemon better than us. Ideally, you would hope. I guess you would think. Uh, and I don't. And I don't think some intern made this video or some intern worked on. Not saying all interns are incompetent. Yeah. What is this intern <laughs> hate all of a sudden? But I'm not like if if you were to if you were to. Like, look at the video. Like, Mel Mel Metal is behind like Berserker and Hatena and and Grimmsnarl, and Meltan is like right next to Bolton. It's not like it's like these were placed in a way so everyone's face is showing. So it's not like oh, we don't know where Meltan is going. I guess we forgot to put it in the Alola. Let's try to squeeze him into Galar. It's like no, they. <laughs> Somebody placed them here because that's where it's supposed to be. My assumption for the etc. is the only reason they have that is because somebody could argue, well, if Meltan is Gen 8, why can't I get it in Gen 8 yet? That would probably be the reason that they have the etc. there. I mean, sure. It's just, it's weird that they did it that way. Just make another category. Because <laughs> you're limiting that choice. Like, it's Galar and Leftovers. Well, the only leftover is Meltan Metal, right? Yeah, there's no other Pokemon sneaking into yeah. this Galar. We have two coming. Two coming? Uh, Cal- Calyrex. Oh, Calyrex. Wushu. Wushu. Like, we yeah. know they're here. They could, That's true. They could have put them in there, and they didn't. And the arguments of, like, oh, well, it appeared in a Gen 7 game, so it has to be a Gen 7 Pokemon. Like, that's... Look, Munchlax was in those bad GameCube games before Diamond and Pearl came out. 
Munchlax was also in Pokemon Dash before Diamond Pearl came out. Togepi was in the Gen 1 anime uh, before the Gen 2 anime. What was it? Pichu was in the Pikachu short of the first Pokemon movie before they even got to a Gen 2 Pokemon movie. I mean, they've this this is not a, like a weird thing where they've introduced different generations of Pokemon early. Besides all that, <laughs> I can't wait for everyone to be mad when Charizard wins Kanto. Oh, absolutely. If you're not voting Charizard for Kanto, you're not doing it right. But I was going to vote for Oddish. I mean, I'm voting for Cubone, but... See, this is a problem. We have to work together. We have to band together as a community and all vote for the same Pokemon. Otherwise, sparse, otherwise two. Charizard is going to win. No, we have to pick a Pokemon that at least has the likelihood to win, Greg. Maybe if Charizard well, we wins, voting. It, it we can't, deserves to win. We can't vote third party here. Yes, we can. We, got, we have vote to. We have to did. look. Suck it up and accept a a. Johto is full of hot garbage, except for Dunsparce. And that's since not Johto's true. Johto has Quillfish. You know, and it is the Quillfish year. Is hot garbage. It is the year of Quillfish. No, it's the year of Dunsparce now. Vote Dunsparce. Vote Dunsparce. Vote Dunsparce. Vote Dunsparce. All right. Who's winning Hoenn? Sableye. Ah, uh, yeah. Sableye's got to win Hoenn. I feel like a bunch of legendaries are going to win. Oh, they absolutely are. But, but see, I, kids have a short attention span these days, so it's up to us adults to vote every day because we can put, we have task calendars. Uh, we have phone reminders. I wish it was only vote once because I am, I, uh, like, if you tell me I can vote every day, I'm, I'm, I'm out. You've, you've, I've you've, been voting you've asked, every day. Done. Sparse. You've asked for Dun, too much. Sparse. You think Piplup wins four? Okay. You, no. you people. You people. You, you people. people. We're just telling me about every day is fine for Animal Crossing, but you can't vote every day for the best Pokemon. Okay, it's hard and to, you expect it's hard me to, to wander vote every in. day because, like... You are on your computer more than you are in Animal Crossing. Okay, I would... <laughs> It's because it's hard to vote for something that you know is going to lose. But if you vote every day, it's not going to lose because That's you have true. the tenacity to make it happen. Look, the I live in America. Kids... I know how democracy works. It's all rigged. <laughs> no, you don't. You went to Milwaukee Public Schools. You yeah. have the bare minimum yeah, of how society you, you, works. Your, your knowledge of democracy only goes as far as the Civil War. That's very true, yes. Uh, Abraham Lincoln and the Civil War is Abraham all I Abraham Lincoln and the Civil War is all you do. That's all they bothered to cover. But those of us who vote every day will outdo the 100 children who got access to mom and dad's Google account for two seconds to vote once. We can turn the tide. Okay. Vote once, vote often is my motto. Isn't it? Which, wait, it shouldn't be vote once. It should be vote, vote, vote daily, vote often. Well, vote once because you can only vote once in each category. Yeah, sure. Okay, but do it a lot. So, out of the Gen Eight Pokemon, what do you think is the one that could possibly win? Oh, Yamper. Yeah, no. I vote. I keep voting for Bolton, but I think I would. I would either argue that Dreepy. And I still haven't seen a Dreepy, and if I haven't seen a Dreepy, then probably most people haven't seen a Dreepy. No, I'm I'm actually I actually do think Dreepy <laughs> or or Snom have like the highest. If you, you want to see a Dreepy, do Wonder Trade <laughs> because people have been breeding that and sending out the rejects, 
for months now. I have so many Dreepy that I have thrown away from other people. I have at least five different foreign Dreepy, if I ever want to breed a shiny. Yeah. I have Dreepy coming out of my ears. Yeah, Dreepy is the Wonder Trade Pokemon. I'm going to say that Scorbunny has a, has a shot. I think so, too. I definitely think Scorbunny, out of all the starters, have a shot. Uh, I would I even argue Bolton that... I think should win, but it won't. I also think that Cinderace has a shot over all the other starters as well. Well, it's the line, right? So the line is going to win. That's what their big thing is, is if you vote for anything in the line, that line wins. If all the, like, chain wallet wearers come out and vote for Toxtricity, I could maybe see that. (laughs) Like you? Back in the day? No, I gave gave that up. I I do think, though, that Snom has probably one of the highest chances. Snom has a shot. Avoiding. I do love Snom. I'm torn between voting for Snom and voting for Boltund, but I made my choice. I made. I went with my Pokemon Masters pair. I go Boltund. Mm. You know what's not winning? All of the art. All of the fossils. They have no shot. Yeah, I don't think so. Speaking of Pokemon Masters, this is off. Uh, Silicon Era Pokemon Masters Professor Oak trailer teases his debut. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be full disclosure here. I my partner I'm partnered with DNA to help promote Pokemon Masters. I'm going to be Why very is that careful with not my pronounced Dina. DNA, I don't know. <laughs> There's an E in there though. It should be Dina. I'll ask, I'll ask them next time. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to cautiously dance around this because there's a lot of rumors out there. And, there uh, are, and Greg, I've seen them all. Uh, Greg can spec you. Anything Greg says does not reflect me and my partnership. <laughs> but I'll read it, and then I'll, I'll shut up, and then Greg can, uh, Greg can put their input of what they think the rumor is. Uh, when February 1st began, Pokemon Masters Oak appearance was teased. Now uh, his upcoming role in the game has been confirmed with a trailer. Rather showing, uh, ra- rather than showing the sync pair in game, it's a live action video con- confirming Professor Oak is on the way. So right now the- there's a Japanese video up. I'm assuming that we're going to get an American video probably by the time uh, this episode goes up. But if you haven't seen it, it's on the official Japanese Pokemon uh, YouTube page, uh, which that I am allowed to talk about as long as it's officially on dna's twitter or an official pokemon source that's fair game for me uh so the pokemon masters oak sync pair uh is going to be a free one on february 14th he'll be doled out to users his partner is not confirmed we know about professor oak obviously i've watched the trailer multiple times there are rumors of what People think Professor Oak's Pokemon is going to be, uh, this article here says, again, this is the article talking, not me, it could be Bulbasaur, Charmander, Squirtle, because technically they're not in the game yet, but I will now pass it over to Greg, and I'm washing my hands free of what (laughs) Greg thinks is rumors. Uh, so, I saw upon the Reddits... Because of Steve's influence, I know, unfortunately, sometimes have to go to Reddit, that people are claiming that there is a shadow of a specific mythical Pokemon related to Mewtwo. (laughs) (laughs) And they say the shadow is clearly there. And I have stared at this photo (laughs) for hours, and I have no idea what they're talking about. However, 
that has not stopped everybody in the world saying they have seen Mew in the shadow and Professor Oak's partner will be Mew. I I don't know what they're seeing. Sure, it could be. It I it could also be any of the starters except for Charizard because we know Red is getting Charizard. Specifically probably Charizard X. Yeah. I don't know. I I have gone back and looked and looked and looked. I don't see it. All of you are free to go stare at this picture as much as I have. I have old eyes. Perhaps young eyes will see the shadow that I do not see. But the big rumor right now is it's Professor Oak and Mew because of this fuzzy shadow. Trailer is cool. Like I the do trailer like the trailer. Is really cool. I was really really impressed with it. Yeah, um, the trailer is very cool. And I don't. There's a lot in this trailer. Like, there's a lot of things that point to a lot of things. I don't. They go past his. Um, they go past his table that has all the starters on it. So it could just be that. But like, even in the trailer, I'm staring. I am staring at this pillar that's supposed to have the shadow on it don't see it (laughs) don't i don't see it uh well either way uh this comes out in a couple days yeah it'll be here soon uh you know out of all sync pair i i'm still i'm still uh i've given dna my feedback i said i want gen 8 trainers and gen 8 pokemon (laughs) but i um I never thought they were, they would actually do Professor Oak. So the fact that just Professor Oak is coming, I think is really exciting. Like I think that is a cool sync pair just in general that like, oh cool. Finally in a Pokemon game we can have Professor Oak and they're going to have some sort of Pokemon. Um that's cool. And I'm sure he'll probably do like uh I'm sure there'll be the little voice sample thing which is uh my favorite welcome. part of Mr. Yeah, the <laughs> welcome. Wow. Good, wow. Good nice shot. Good job. <laughs> I mean, Professor Oak already is in the game as Professor Oak's drag persona, Agatha, with Gengar. So, gosh, this is this is his alternate form. Look at the pictures and tell me I'm wrong. I'm, isn't the actual lore like they they were rivals? Like they went on a Pokemon journey together. I'm pretty sure that's the actual lore of those two. Sure, that's sure. what they wrote. <laughs> I mean, books. They they knew each other, but it's just obviously. That is the classic Pokemon cut and paste right there. It's just oh like gosh. cut and paste the character model, put a wig on it, we're done. It is it is cool um, that when they sent out that newsletter, I don't know if you guys get the Pokemon newsletters. Oh, I do. Oh, I do. <laughs> oh, I do. Will probably... Will, are you... I feel like Will's the person that has like 800 unread emails. I've got 26,000 unread emails. There you go. That's what I thought. When I get the Pokemon newsletter, I do look at it and then delete it right pretty, pretty rapidly. Okay, perfect. Um, so that was sent on February 5th. Uh, it starts off with the Google Year of Pokemon, and then it says Pokemon Day. So they have, they have Sword and Shield, uh, Pokemon Go, Pokemon Center, and they actually have Pokemon Masters. So that's actually kind of cool to see whether or not you like Pokemon Go or you like Pokemon Masters or you like buying plushes from the Pokemon Center. Um, this was a complaint that I've had year after year that they don't do enough for these days, especially because they do, they have done stuff for Pokemon Go. Um, but like last year, they could have just gave us a distribution and let's go. They could have just been like, here is a, here's a Machop that has a ribbon on it. 
Um, and they didn't even do that. Uh, I don't know if we're getting a distribution for Sword and Shield specifically on that day. Uh, they have they did recently give a twenty battle point, twenty battle point code at the start of season three, which they've done every season of every twenty battle points. They did uh, as of when they released Toxtricity and Gmax raid. They there's a code out there right now that gives you three TRs for horsepower horsepower which is a ground type move. Toxtricity is four times weak to ground. So stop using Earthquake in raids because it hits everyone. <laughs> Peach, you have three Pokemon to teach horsepower. The, 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 big, the big brain play here for Toxtricity is Togedemaru with Lightning Rod. Uh, Togedemaru is Steel and Electric. Can't get hurt by Electric because of Lightning Rod. Can't get hurt by Poison because it's Steel type. Uh, teach it uh, Zen Headbutt which is super effective, you're good to go. Uh, Togedemaru is the big big brain play. I guess you could bring a Mudsdale, uh, but whatever's good with for you, I, I think Togedemaru is pretty cute. So anyways, going back to the email, I think it's cool that it seems like they're focusing on, on multiple things here this year. Uh, so so I, I guess I'm excited. Uh, but... Uh, they announced some stuff for Pokemon Go for Pokemon Day. If uh, if February didn't have a million Pokemon Go events, there's another 50 coming. Uh, so we will cover that when we get back from our break. Uh, also, Logan's here. <laughs> Logan, when was the last time you were on? Long time ago. The problem is that... Pokemon Go. Celebrate Pokemon Day 2020 with Pokemon Go. Did you know Pokemon Day happens every year on February 27th? I did know that. Did you? Well, not. it didn't happen in 1992. That's true. Did you know that on com, which is Niantic's Pokemon Go website, that they say Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back comes out on Netflix on February 27th? Uh, and to commemorate the movie release, Armored Mewtwo will be returning, accompanied with clone Pokemon seen in the movie. Well, I already have an Armored Mewtwo, but how would you know that a Pokemon was cloned? I can tell you. Is this like a Pokehacks kind of thing? No, it's not Pokehacks. Okay. From Tuesday, <laughs> from Tuesday, February 25th to Monday, March 2nd, some Pokemon are here to party. Keep a lookout for Pikachu and Eevee wearing party hats. Then they <gasps> They're will doing it for my birthday. They will yeah. appear in the wild. Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Squirtle will be sporting the same festive look, but only hatching from 7k eggs. There's a chance that these party Pokemon could be shiny. Uh, don't 
sound so excited. <laughs> well, I took the day off for my birthday, so I will spend the entire day hunting for shiny party hat Pokemon. Does that does that enough excitement for you? Yes. Yes. Um, now you have to tell Papa Niantic how many incubators you pl- you plan on buying. None. Zero. And how much walking you plan on doing. A heck None. of a lot. Not only is Armored Mewtwo in Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution, it will be returning to raids with a special charge attack, Psy Strike. Remember clone Pokemon? Question <laughs> mark. No. Well, well, some are coming to Pokemon Go in celebration of Pokemon Day and the launch of Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution on Netflix. Special clone Pokemon, including Venusaur, Charizard, and Blastoise, will appear in four-star raids. A and if you use the Go Snapshot feature, a clone Pikachu might appear in your photo, and you will be able to catch it. Okay, how do you know that a Pokemon's a clone Pokemon? Okay, so they have they have like the like they have the football lines under their eyes. They have like if you watch the like, movie, like they're th- tired. <laughs> yeah, kinda. Have <laughs> you did you not watch Pokemon. Mewtwo Strikes Back? I mean, I it was a long time ago. I don't remember the details of the animation. Yeah, the clone Pokemon just had like marks on them to show that they were cloned. So these yeah, Pokemon did they have like camouflage? Design yes, on them? yes. Somebody took like a black stripe and put it across their head, and then they like lowered the opacity on the black stripe, so it blended in with their skin. Not a particularly good clone. Well, Mewtwo made the clones. What do you want from him? He was just born three days ago. It's like, y'all were sitting in that warehouse trying to figure out how to get over here. I had to do something. Then there will be some bonuses. Trainers will be able to do up to two special trades a day. Raid Pokemon. There will be a raid day on Sunday, March 1st. There will be raids featuring Nidorino and Gengar wearing hats. Mm. Nidorino what wearing kind of hats. Oh, the party hat. That's... The party hat. Nidorino okay. will be pairing, wearing party hats in two star raids. Gengar will know Lick and Psychic and wear a party hat in four star raids. If you're lucky, you may encounter a shiny Nidorino or a shiny Gengar wearing a party hat. You can receive up to five raid passes for free at no cost by spinning photo discs at gyms. You cannot hold more than one of these at once. They are not available when the event ends. That will be Sunday, March 1st, from 2 to 5 p.m. local time. Well, now I want a party hat Gengar for my birthday. And I believe, according to Eurogamer, when they talked to Niantic, Niantic did say that the party hat Pikachu... Oh, sorry, Pikachu party hat, I think, evolves. But the party hat Charmander, Squirtle, and Bulbasaur cannot evolve, and the party hat Nidorino also cannot evolve um, and I do not think clone Pikachu can evolve, but I don't remember that one for sure. I get that people are tired of hats. I understand. <laughs> I'm not tired of hats. I'd rather I'm have hats than shinies. Hats. The big question is, can these hat Pokemon be transferred outside of Pokemon Go into Pokemon Home when Pokemon Home... I can't even say when Pokemon Home arrives because Pokemon Go will not work with Pokemon Home when it arrives. I I like hats because it's a, another thing to collect, so it gets me to go out. I want the Pokemon with the hat. I get it. I am real tired of these 7K eggs they're doing. It's like everything is restricted to eggs, I feel like. Hey, you want Wurmple with a party hat? 7K egg. Hey, you want 
Peak, you want Bulbasaur, Charmander, Squirtle? 7k egg. You want any of the... Like, it's a Sinnoh event, but uh, you want the shiny Riolu that we're putting out? 7k egg. You want Daramaka? 7k egg. I mean, I hatch a 7k egg every day, so sometimes two. So what's the what's the worry? You want them in 10k eggs? No, I just don't want them in eggs. <laughs> I do not hatch. I mean, to be fair, I do not hatch a 7k egg every day. But to like trivialize something as I would love to walk around and find a Bulbasaur and a Charmander and a Squirtle and have one of each. But then to say, like, oh, you need to walk 7K, which is a lot, uh, I feel like, for a person to get the Bulbasaur, the Charmander, and the Squirtle in a party hat, which I will literally do nothing with except say I have a Charmander in a, squir- uh, a Charmander, Bulbasaur, Squirtle in a party hat in my inventory. The Funkos of the Pokemon world, you're saying. The Funkos yes. of the Pokemon world. But I have to leave that to random chance. And what's going to happen is I'm going to hatch like four, 14 Bulbasaur and not hatch a Charmander or a Squirtle. And I will be pressured because the event ends into buying incubators so I can hatch eggs faster. It's, I'll it's, choose it's, you my it's, Charmander. It's just the mindset too of like, okay, I'm going to go out there and hatch a 7K egg. But what if I bought an incubator or a couple incubators and I hatched five 7K eggs at once? Instead of walking 45 kilometers, I only have to walk 7 kilometers, and I get the results of 5. Like, I understand that this is their money-making tactic, but that doesn't, at this point, I, like, it's a, I don't even care. What, 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 is, what is a Bulbasaur <laughs> with a party hat going to do for me? Literally nothing. Nothing. Like, I can oh, just see. trade it, or I'll wait till the next party hat event where they put in the wild and then put something else with a hat on. You, um, you're coming to my side. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Don't do the like next could, community day. You could maybe argue that, like, well, they're giving you Eevee with a party hat that's in the wild. Yeah, sure, I guess. But what if they just put more things in the wild? Then everybody would get them, and they wouldn't make money. Yeah, you're right. They wouldn't make money. There has to be a threshold of people who are like me, who are very passionate about Pokemon Go, who play a lot of Pokemon Go, who have no problem giving money to Pokemon Go. But at a certain point... They're going to hit a threshold of these events are too many, too often, and super money grabby in the sense of you vastly underestimate people's ability to (laughs) where their threshold is. I mean, I think we've already passed that, right? Like, have we? we Am I late to this? Should I have? No, no. There are still plenty of people out there where Pokemon Go is their one right. thing and they will pour yeah, their money no, into I that. no, I get that. And the, the, I'm sure but those people think... read the article and they're like, oh man, I can get a shiny Squirtle in a party hat out of 7K egg. You better believe I'm spending $40 on Incubator. I'm sure that person exists. I'm sure they won't stop until they get all three and seven. I'm sure they won't stop until they get them all. I, I get it. Until they get them all with perfect IVs, EVs, I mean, I think, CVs, I think whatever the amount called. of people where you fall as very small. I think that that I don't care about the Cinemore line separated a very long time ago. Oh oh yeah, definitely. There there are the people where they are all in, it's Pokemon Go, they set aside ten percent of their income every month for Pokemon Go. And then there's people like me and Greg who are like, Well, it's a community day and I'd like that 
you know, uncooked cookie dough at the Mall of America. So yeah. might as well I mean, get on the light dough. rail and head down there. I so I remember the time where they <sighs> boy. So I, I specifically remember the Poochie, it was, it was what, two years ago? It was the year of the dog, because last year was year of the pig, I think. The year, well, I don't, sorry, I'm really bad Something. at it. Something, I'm not they, a they released Chinese Shiny Poochie Yena, and I remember that was kind of when they started doing a little bit more Shinies, specifically around these events. So they would be like, okay, um, I think it was, yeah, because I think that was the time they did Shiny Party Hat Pikachu, and I was like, oh, I really want a Shiny Party Hat Pikachu, because that was like the first time they did it. And I went out every single night uh, with my friend Micah, and we would we would go downtown. And it was if it was nice out, uh, we would get out of the car and walk. But for the most part, it, if it was cold, we would just drive to a Pokestop, pull over, stop, spin, check Pikachu. Okay, drive to the next one. And it was like two a.m. when we were doing this, so there was like little to no traffic, so it was really easy to park, back up, go again. Um, and that night, I got. After you know, like four days of doing this every night, I got two shiny hat party hat Pikachu's. And then when we went out for the Puchiana stuff, I got the Puchiana. And then I remember when they did another Pikachu. And then I went out every night and I got it. And then I think the last time I did that was the like the black hat Pikachu, where it was in that special black hat, and I was really excited. And then they started doing them faster. Of like, oh, now we're rolling out shiny Pokemon faster as content. And then I think the one I missed, but I did go out every night, was like the shiny witch hat Pikachu or whatever. But that was like the point to me where I was like, they're doing shiny, they're like treating shinies as new content and they're they're doing one every week or one every other week because they need a reason for players to go out because there's nothing new to catch, which is a big thing in Pokemon Go, right? To catch Pokemon. Um, And I just can't keep up with this. Like, it's not fun to go out every single night and check 400 plus Pokemon and then be relieved that like okay cool i got it on wednesday night so i don't have to go out thursday and friday night like i and i get that's like a personal thing of like i need to go out but like i did in- genuinely enjoy going out to collect things until it became overwhelming and now i feel like these party hats not only are they restricted with 7k egg stuff i feel like now that is to the point where it's overwhelming to like what i did with shinies of like you know what i don't really care anymore the, it's there's so many shinies available in the game that eventually I'll stumble upon them because I play the game enough and there's other games to get shinies in like I don't need to go get another shiny Puchiana I can just hunt for it in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire um, but these hats are ridiculous in the sense of mm-hmm. <laughs> in the sense of yes. just let me get just le- just let me find it in the wild and catch it and be like okay I remember 2020 Pokemon Day. I went out. I found a Charmander in a party hat. I caught it. I'm no one. No one. Ca- no one else cares about this. S- somebody's gonna hatch like eight of them. I'm sure, and be very salty that they didn't hatch the other one. And they're gonna trade the other seven away, and they're gonna have one of each. They're not. They're not competitive. They're not really worth anything. Uh, they'll come around the next day. The next year, I'm sure. But the fact. Oh my god. I'm just. <laughs> let just let it go. The egg stuff is infuriating. I, like I don't even care about the raid stuff because like if I sp- like I can I can go out Charizard Blastoise Venusaur I'll I'll spend a day looking for a Venusaur I'll do that raid with Irene we'll both get a Venusaur for for free go out the next day get the Charizard go out the next day get the Blastoise like I do not mind dedicating 
20 to 30 minutes to be like, let's find a Venusaur raid. Let's do the Venusaur raid. Heck, I'll even spend the dollar if it's right there. If a Charizard Venusaur next to it, heck, let me just spend the dollar. But I don't mind dedicating that 20, 30 minutes to do it. To tell me like, hey, hatch a 7k egg, which probably takes, I don't know, how long does it take to walk 7k? Like 45 minutes maybe? 30 minutes? If you're power walking? I would probably I mean, I would probably you say could get one of those uh what are those things, the two wheel things that people stand on? Hoverboards? Segways? No. Segway. Get a segway. Uh, they can't tell that that's not walking. <laughs> I think as long as it's under ten miles an hour. Yeah. Isn't that just called a bike? Could you just get on a bike that's like way cheaper than a segway? No, bikes will go faster than ten miles an hour. Yeah. Well, but they don't have to. I mean, if you don't pedal a lot. Well, but then you, you also yeah, have you to pedal them. The genius of the Segway is you don't have to do anything. You got to lean. Look, if leaning is hard for you, you got bigger problems than hats on Pokemon, okay? But I'm I'm using my free incubator. I When I go to the mall, I make it an effort to hatch a 5K egg, which is probably anywhere between 30 to 45 minutes of walking, maybe. And I feel like I'm a relatively fast walker. I know. You always walk in front of everybody. You never wait for anybody. That's right. I got places to be, Will. Um, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just frustrating. It doesn't... You want events to be fun, and when I read all of this, nothing about this sounds fun. It's only frustrating because you care. I do right. care because I want, I, I want to go out and have fun. <laughs> I don't want to be like, oh, man, Wurmple ends in two days and I don't have a Wurmple yet. Should I just... This incubator box is only $4, but that's exactly what they want you to think. Have you tried bowling? Nah. Possibly darts? Nah. <laughs> Bowling's a great way to go out and have fun with your friends. Greg, let's go bowling sometime next week. Oh, yeah. There's Sounds a couple good. good bowling places. Question of the week. Now's when we ask it. The question of the week from the Addict Channel in Slack. That is the second Muppets reference I have listened to in the past two days. What is going on with the universe right now? Uh, Muppets are back. Baby! Muppets never went away, friend. We're, I'm pulling a question from last week because we had good questions last week. Uh, this is from Casey in our Attic channel with Dragalgia Lost. I don't even know how to say that. I'm sorry. Dragalia. Dragalia Lost? Dragalia. Dragalia. More, more called, called like bank account lost. I have uh, not spent any money. I spent $10. Doing a crossover event with Monster Hunter. Do you think that Pokemon so Masters good. could do a crossover event like this? Or does Pokemon doing crossovers with other games like Dragalgia, Dragalia lost? Dragalgy? Dragalgy Dragalgy <laughs> is a bad Pokemon. That's not winning Pokemon 2020. <gasps> that is not a bad Pokemon. It is getting all my votes now. The reason that Dragalia Lost can do it is because they have their own universe. And like you can like you can pull in other monsters and just say, Hey, these monsters are dragons and you can bond with them, which is what the Monster Hunter thing is, and it's been super fun. I think Pokemon has uh like especially like Masters, since it's so focused on specific sync pairs, that you can't really pull like there's like they could maybe do it with Temtem because Temtem has the same partner system. <laughs> That'll but never like, there's happen. there's ah. not a lot that that matches up. Like Masters is specific that this is this person and this is their Pokemon, and that doesn't exist now. Pokemon could branch out to other. Like I would, uh, Dragalia Lost and Pokemon crossover would be great because you could do that. 
and like it wouldn't affect the Dragalia Lost universe at all. But I don't think there's an IP out there that could go into the Pokemon universe that fits that universe. Has Pokemon ever done any crossovers? They've crossed over games, they game styles, con- like Conquest. Conquest. Yeah, it's kind of like but, a crossover. Yeah, that's not a crossover, though. Yeah, But, like, it was in the Pokemon universe with Pokemon and not in, like, what the regular game is. I forget what Conquest was based on. I feel on. like the closest thing that Masters could do is is, like, taking a character that, like, they could do Ash and Greninja. Yeah. Which would probably be a little bit more outside what they've been doing with main series game characters. They could do Martin and Solrock if they really wanted to, which I think would be cute, and I think fans would appreciate that. Uh, yeah, but they're still pulling from Pokemon properties. Right, yeah. That's, like, that's there's like, no... Like, we just left the Mega Man event where we all got Mega Man in Dragalia Lost because the universe... There is wild, but like you couldn't do. Here's Mega Man and his Pokemon partner Rush. Like that doesn't work. <laughs> uh the Me- It's not that the Dragalia Lost universe is wild. It's that Dragalia Lost has a agreement with Capcom. <laughs> well, true. They they do, but like it works in that universe, right? Like they've created a universe that allows for it because, like, it's not so tightly encapsulated. Um. Are there things that I would like to see? Like, yeah, I would like to see Masters branch out and bring other wild games in. Like, there's a lot of games exist out there where you have an animal partner that could come in. I think it would just feel incredibly strange, given how tight they are with that universe. I wouldn't. I wouldn't need ma- I wouldn't need other stuff in Masters, but I would like to see Pokemon stuff in other games. Like I think the Yokai Watch event in Final Fantasy was yeah, was is fun. super fun. Yeah. Uh and it was cool as like I don't even I didn't even like Yokai Watch and even after playing Yokai Watch I didn't really like it, but it was cool to get like little Yokai to follow you in Final Fantasy or to get Monster Hunter things to follow you in Final Fantasy yeah. because as a Final Fantasy fan Hey, guess what? I also like other games, and I'm able to kind of sport and show that off in in that world, um, which is cool. Nintendo Badge Arcade, that was a crossover. There you go. They could uh, the rabbit could come back, and then the rabbit could have a crane sync pair. But, but you hate the 3ds, so look. The only people that like the 3DS now or people who can't afford the Switch. They need a Excuse yeah. me, I love my 3DS. I play my 3DS every day. Are you playing so... Picross? You playing Shuffle? What are you playing? Uh Ultra Moon? You're not Pokemon playing Ultra, Ultra Moon. Moon every day. I hatch six Absolutely. eggs a day. Absolutely I am growing is. berries. <laughs> I I play I that game every the day. The video proof. Look, you can't Sent talk to, to me unless you have your curry decks complete. I've made you three curries. just completed it. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, I, I saw you like with all your. I I don't know why this isn't Charizard class. I got, did, did the berry points and I got oh, the, that <laughs> many of, points and I compared us. it to the other points. I'm like, please, if I want to have that much drama, I'll do calculus. Look, some of us are trying to figure out things in the game. 
I can't even stir the pot. I can't even, and the flame fanning, I thought you were supposed to fan them slow so you didn't actually put the fire out, and you're supposed to fan them fast? Well, you're supposed to fan, fan it fast so it gets big, and then you fan it slow, because you don't want it to get bigger so it burns. <sighs> Once again. As a real life chef, Will, I can relate to you. <laughs> yeah. Since when? The cooking of, of, of Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yes, please tell me about your extraordinary meal called Mikadonelds. <laughs> what is this no, quarter does, pound bergere that he, you've presented he does, to me? He he cooks pizza bites from the freezer. Oh, true. Uh, pizza rolls. Thank you very much. Pizza, pizza rolls. May um, I present the pizza rolls? <laughs> no, I had a lot of fun completing the curry decks. I think it's really fun. Look, Will. I when, will probably do the same. It's the closest thing I have to berry farming. So when next time we're together, I will bust out my switch and we'll cook locally together. We'll cook. We'll we'll fan. We'll yeah, fan the I'm fire. Down for that. We'll fan the fire as a group. I mean, that's fine with me. What? Were, what, what? I don't know what we were talking about. Um. Game crossovers. That's what it's going to be. It's they're going to. Well, no, I was going to say they're going to have curry cooking in Pokemon Masters, but that's not a crossover. Well, what was our Pokemon of the week? Well, your clues from last week. Uh, I referenced the podcast Dewey Dudes. Um, I talked about uh, applying moisturizers so that you can create a protective bubble around your face. Um, and whether you should use SPF in your moisturizer because it halves the damage of exposure to the fiery sun um, and doubles moisturizing effectiveness uh, for, your, for your skin. Um, and I also referenced that there may be an alternative to Botox that is being developed from spider venom um, and that you should really start with an intensive skincare routine uh, at least before you turn to age 22. That's more than enough clues. Yep, I got it. All right. It's... Chimchar. Chimchar. You're uh, correct. Chimchar has a protective <laughs> bubble around its face. It's Dupiter. 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 Yes, it is Dupiter. It can be seen, this is off Bulbapedia, can be seen as the counterpart to Surskit. Both share water bug. Uh, both have the same base stat total of 269. Nice. Both evolve at the same level. Both can be found at Brooklet Hill. In sudden, I actually didn't know this trivia. I didn't know they, they both have the same base stat and evolved at the same level. Uh, both can be found in Brooklet Hill uh, in Pokemon Sun and Moon, taking place of each other on time. Dupiter, Dupi Dupiter found during the day and Surskit at night. Nice. All right, you ready for this week's? Nope, but go ahead. This week's one, it's, it has a title, and the title is called Number Five Will Shock You. <laughs> Ten. Already shocked. Ten. A signature ability is an ability that only one Pokemon has in a Pokemon game. A unique situation has now occurred because of the limited Galarian Pokedex that Pokemon abilities that used to not be signature have become signature. For example, Trace can now only be had by the Gardevoir line, and Drizzle can only be had by Pelipper. 9. Psychic-type Pokemon have special attack as their highest stat on average, and HP as their lowest stat on average. 8. 
Pancakes are an incredibly old dish. Some consider them to be earliest and most widespread cereal food eaten in prehistoric societies. 7. The Wailana Coffee House and Cocktail Lounge, a staple restaurant in downtown Waikiki, closed on September 30, 2018. Their breakfast special, available 24 hours a day, included all the pancakes you could eat, two eggs, and two strips of bacon. If they were still open, I would recommend trying their coconut syrup. 6. There is a statue of Duke Kahanamoku on Waikiki Beach. He is widely considered the father of modern surfing. 5. The move electric terrain has the following effects. A. It creates an electric terrain that lasts for five turns. B. It performs the following actions on Pokemon that are touching the ground. 1. They cannot be put to sleep or fall asleep from rest. 2. Electric-type moves receive a 30% power boost. C. One Pokemon species will have its speed doubled due to its signature ability. D. If holding an electric seed, its defense will increase by one stage. 4. Some Pokemon only learn one new move when they evolve and do not learn any other new moves after evolving. They either must be learned prior to evolving, via the Move Rememberer, or through TM, HM, or TR. 3. Electric-type Pokemon have special attack as their highest stat on average and HP as their lowest stat on average. 2. There are six Pokemon species known as the Mouse Pokemon. 1. Oh, this week's Pokemon will only be available in Galar when Pokemon Home comes out. There you go. It's a listicle. <laughs> My favorite. Number five will shock you. <laughs> yeah, I was shocked. Uh, we've been putting the podcast episodes up on YouTube every Monday. So if you've made it to the end of this, you probably weren't listening. On, maybe you were listening on YouTube. I don't know. Uh, but it's just another way. Uh, for whatever reason, if you have a friend who like has never listened to podcasts and it's just easier to share the YouTube link, there's there you go. Um, I've I've this is uh, this is a real uh, this is a huge uh, I don't know discovery I guess that getting somebody to download a YouTube podcast app and then subscribe to a podcast is a lot of work and maybe. The YouTube is easy for those new people, and then maybe once they like the show and they realize that they want to continue listening, then they get the podcast app. It's like a stepping stone. It's like it's like we're putting training wheels on the show for people <laughs> who might not just you know know what a podcast is. I mean, they're out there. Episodes have been going up on YouTube. If that's you know maybe your podcast app is blocked at YouTube uh, at work, and you got to use YouTube. Uh, other YouTube content is going up, so I stream pretty much every night on Twitch for like six hours. That's a lot of content. Uh, not Sometimes nothing exciting happens in those six hours, or it's hard to find the exciting part. Depends on how many eggs mm -hmm. I'm hatching. But every Wednesday and every Friday on YouTube, there will be new content going up. Uh, we pretty I have content planned actually for the next three weeks out for YouTube, uh, which is awesome. So, uh, and they're cut, they're cut and edited and they're a little bit more produced than just taking 10 minutes and plopping it on YouTube. So I think they're worth watching. I think they're funny. I think, uh, if you're, if you're needing some other stuff, uh, YouTube is the same. Twitter is the same. Twitch is the same. Just P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. So pretty easy, uh, for all that. 
Will is at washing the sink. Greg is at white wing. I'm at dragging a lake. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's all we got. YouTube, Twitter. Uh, what was the last one? Twitch. I should probably remember my own social medias. Uh, Instagram. Instagram is also PKMNCast. Yeah, that's true. I got, I got some good Instagram. Uh, some people were some people were really really uh happy slash uh want to know more about the marking stuff that I did like marking shinies as stars marking EV trained as hearts marking event Pokemon as circles. Uh, that will actually be the YouTube video for Wednesday. It's almost done. Um, there will be a graphic with that as well. I've been making those graphics. I've been putting on Instagram and Twitter. Um, so there'll be a graphic of the markings I use personally. You can customize it to what you want, but. Um, and then there's a, there will be a video explanation cause I did explain it on stream and we cut it out to make it a little bit, um, easier to follow with, with pictures going along. So if you want to get into marking, especially with Pokemon home coming out and you want to be able to find your event Pokemon easier, your shiny Pokemon easier, that will be Wednesday's video. Um, and then if you missed last Friday, last Wednesday's video, that was my cult story from when I went to Japan and a traded Pokemon with a girl in Pokemon Go, and then she tried to get me to join her temple. Um, so that is all on YouTube as well that I normally told during stream. But I, uh, but yeah, it's a four. Look, there's not enough time in the day to tell that story on a podcast. That would be <laughs> no, its entire podcast. So if you want to hear the cult story, that's on on the YouTube page as well. That's all I got. It's been uh it's been a heck of the show. I think we actually got to 90 minutes this week, so we will see you guys next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon podcast and we are super effective. Super click that like button and subscribe. Oh, you got to hit the bell, too, so you get notifications. Oh, hit the bell. Hit that bell. The bell's new-ish. I Not remember YouTube from a long time ago, and I don't use it much. Yeah, before Google bought it. Yeah, but it was good. This podcast is supported by our Patreon backers, and some of those people paid money to get their name read at the end of this show, starting with our producers Liam, Casey, Noah, Patrick, Jetsy, Alex, Matthew, Kay, Courtney, Catherine, Jeffrey, Sejanus, Kevin, and our executive producers of Anthony and Pancakes. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to support the podcast as well, you can go over to patreon.com slash it's super effective, or you can head over to the easier to remember domain, ise.cash. Literally, ise.cash. Super easy to remember because money exchanges hands and ise is short for the podcast uh also shout out to nick who does all the music for the show and yeah thank you for listening thank you for making it to the end this was new hey it was different we'll see you guys next week thank you so much for supporting the show and listening really really truly appreciate it we'll see you next week bye